Hi folks, welcome to A Different Direction. We cover stories of the strange, document the weird, stuff like that. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we are talking about episode one of Ferris Bueller. What? <laughs> Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yeah. I need like a record scratch or something. <laughs> yeah, there's... I feel like it was supposed to be like hip hop, but... <laughs> It was more boingy. Yeah, it was a it was like kind of funky Casio swing kind of thing happening. Mm-hmm. It was like, but it was like groovy, you know. Yeah, I'm saying it was a it was like a, a 90s. It was it was not the the theme on this, which you hear so much. You hear it so much throughout the entire episode. Yes, it was definitely some like the a 90s swing thing played on a, like a Casio keyboard. Mhm. Like Squirrel Nut Zippers. <laughs> Just like Squirrel Nut Zippers. Okay. It sounds exactly like they probably wrote the theme. I didn't look that up. But it's probably by Don't, It might be mean, that's It might be mean. by Brian Setzer. Is, is he swing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was part of that whole swing movement thing in the 90s. Right. <laughs> Anyway, it's not. It's so much not like that. No, I feel like that not it's that. not even close to what it sounds like. Yeah, it doesn't sound like those things at all. It's only because there it is only a big swing like thing happening. It sounds like cold music. <laughs> it does. It does. So, if if you haven't watched this along, like to to watch along with us. Do we want to reintroduce what the podcast actually is again? Sure, we could do that. So, if you're joining us for the first time this season, we're uh, re- recapping every 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 season. We're, we're recapping uh, each episode of a show that only made it one season, or maybe not an entire one. And uh, we, we're starting the new series. We're starting is the ser- the Ferris Bueller TV series, which only lasted like I don't know ten something episodes. I thought it was eight. Maybe it's eight. Okay. Not not many. In the Ferris Bueller Wars, Ferris Bueller lost out to Parker Lewis Can't Lose. And, uh, because Parker Lewis can't lose. Oh, right. That's <laughs> kind of unfair. <laughs> yeah. It's right in the name. And, uh, th- so we're, we're going through the one that did lose, Ferris Bueller. Uh. Yeah. So c- what you're saying is that this is a show for losers. <laughs> <sighs> You mean this podcast? I mean, yeah. Wow. Welcome, welcome, freaks. Welcome. <laughs> Glad to have you here. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> and if you're listening, track. and if you're listening, and you haven't watched the episode yet, I want to make sure you know that uh, you can watch along, watch it if you want to see it before we talk about it uh, on YouTube. Don't have to pay anything uh, for it. It's out. It's out there. It's on YouTube. Yes, search for Ferris Bueller TV show and you will find it. It's pretty easy to find. Simple playlists that you can find. I believe the channel we're watching is amusingly called Carl Winslow, <laughs> <laughs> which I just told Diana while she was taking a drink. And <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but. Uh, if you if you want to watch along with us, you can. You don't have to. I'm going to recap the show, uh, but before I do, uh, I want to let you know that you can always 
tweet at us at diffdirectionpod or email us at differentdirection at tgifrcade.com. I would love to hear from you. Love to know what you're thinking about the new uh, season or the previous seasons if you listen to that too. That would be great too. We watched we've watched two great um, series. We watched Freaky Links before this. We watched uh, The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Both were fantastic. I think you know what. I'm I'm expecting three out of three, just surprisingly amazing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, but I think this is still going to be fun. Uh, no new messages from the freaks on the message board this week because we've been off for a bit because uh, we had Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. was long. Took us a long time to make it. We took a long break. Um, but now we're back. So for the pilot episode, the writer is John Massius. M-A-S-I-U-S I should probably know how to say that, but I don't uh, That's one that it would be good if I knew how to say Because he's the creator of the show The thing is Okay, so s- Some of the people that worked on this episode They got they got some credentials They are uh, No, I, okay I actually feel like Money was spent Oh yeah On this show uh-huh. Because I think Jennifer Aniston is actually killing it in this oh, yeah. show. Yeah. Okay, also, did I just blow the minds of, like, everyone because uh-huh. Jennifer Aniston's in the show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Playing mean, Jennifer Grey's part from the movie, Jennifer Aniston. It's great. Three friends. Yeah. I, post-Leprechaun? Is it pre-Leprechaun? I don't remember when Leprechaun that's, came out. That's funny to say. <laughs> I know. I just want to mention, like, don't forget. Right around this time, Jennifer Aniston was also in the original Leprechaun. And then, also, don't forget to check the post. (laughs) What? For your Leprechaun letters. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Because you said the post-Leprechaun. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) I gotcha. A Leprechaun letter, check it out! (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like some... Yeah, there's some. I feel like some money was put into this and some attempts to make like a good show, and it just. I think part of it is it literally came out the same time as Parker Lewis can't lose, and a it's, show I've never heard of. Right, but it's a very similar. Definitely, just was like, hey, what if we did a Ferris Bueller TV show, but we don't have the rights to it, so we just call it something else, and then a Ferris Bueller show came out at like the same time, and people were like. Nah, this other one's better. Yeah. We don't need two. And it just, this one just didn't last. Uh, Yet, there are so many vampire shows. (laughs) There are so many vampire shows. We we can't get enough of them. Because they're live forever. (laughs) That's true, yeah. So they're still out there, like, putting out the programming. (laughs) I support you, vampires. We see you, vampires. Bring us another show. <laughs> All right. I so, wonder if there'll be a vampire in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> be amazing. All right. So the writer and the creator, John Massius, I'm just going to say it like Massius, and it may not be right, but I'm going to commit to a pronunciation until I learn a correct one. Got it. John Massius uh, was also the creator of St. Elsewhere. Oh. Uh, the show Providence which was on for like five years. I definitely heard about it. Like it was a fairly successful show. Uh, Touched by an Angel. Mm-hmm. He created that as well. Uh, and Dolphin Cove. 
which what is I that? immediately added to our list. Okay. Uh, yeah, just gonna read the the uh, IMDb explanation on this show. Widower Michael Larson and his son and daughter move to Australia, where Larson studies dolphins. His daughter, in shock from the accident which killed her mother, develops special communicative skills with the dolphins, Slim and Delbert. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was yeah. on board before I heard the names of the dolphins. Uh-huh. I'm glad that was included. Yes. I'm all in. Yes, yes. Immediately added that to our list. Although it sounds very sad and tragic. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like a very sad premise that then leads to a girl who just talks to dolphins. Common, res- common trauma response. You learn to communicate with beasts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, epi- this episode was also directed by Jonathan Lynn, who two big things that he directed were My Cousin Vinny and Clue, which he also wrote, along oh. with Jonathan Landis. Yeah, Lennon Landis. We know about that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but no, like, real, not much TV directing. Not a whole lot. Not anything that really yeah, stood out. Yeah, when do you need to do that when you've done Clue? So right. Also did Nuns on the Run. Right, right. <laughs> Content warnings on this? I mean, Ferris is kind of a s- stalker. Yeah, a little bit. He's a little bit of a stalker. I also legitimately think that what was supposed to be played off as, like, playful pranking of his sister is legitimate gaslighting. Yeah, I think this is kind of Ferris's whole deal, actually. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it's worse in the show. I also find the principal's character to be a little, a little odd. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I have approximately 30 hours of things to say about the principal, his whole premise. Okay. And that's only, that's a small part of the episode. (laughs) Right. But you have 30 (laughs) hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna briefly. Hi, go and welcome to take hours. one <laughs> of the pilot of Ferris Bueller TV show. Oh, yeah, because I have so many things to say about this episode. Okay, uh, then yeah. we should just get into it. Get so right into it. Who, who, do we have any other writers nope. and gotta things? Do, gotta, time to do the recap. Okay, let's so, do it. So, all right, now we'll oh, recap gosh. the episode. I'll do, uh, I'll do my best to recap it quick. Um, so, if you're gonna watch it... No, I'm just excited for the recap. Oh, no. So, uh, again, if you're gonna watch it and you don't want to be spoiled, <laughs> here's here's your chance to stop and go watch it. There's no possible way to spoil the show, because yeah. it's wild. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I could tell you every detail and you still won't, like, fully grasp it unless you actually no, watch it. it- I laugh through most of this show. Uh-huh. It's not funny. No, no. In the way, Mm-mm. but I. It's it's so I, funny, and you'll never laugh at the jokes. It, but it's <laughs> un, it's amusing on a mm-hmm. a level that I think is art. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take that back. You do sometimes laugh, laugh at the jokes. You laugh at the jokes when delivered by Jennifer Aniston. There, yes. are, there are legitimate funny moments because of how she delivers lines, not necessarily by anyone else's. Okay. <laughs> All right. Recap time. Okay. So, uh, 
you know the movie Ferris Bueller? Well, this is not quite that. Uh, but we do start in a very similar bedroom, meeting the show's two main characters, Ferris Bueller and Keyboard Riffs. Is the show set before the movie? After the movie? No, neither. It's set in a world where Ferris Bueller is a real guy, and there's a movie about him starring Matthew Broderick. I'm going to talk about this for several hours. We could learn all the characters are the same from as they are in the movie. Uh, we have Ferris's mom and dad, his sister Jeannie, his best friend Cameron, all unchanged from the movie. Sloane's also in this, but they aren't dating yet, because Ferris hasn't met her. I plan to talk about this for even more hours. Uh, anyway, it's the first day of high school, and Jeannie, despite having a car, doesn't want to drive Ferris. Ferris is fine with that, because he's just a perfect angel. He's fine with just taking the bus. Or, rather, he's actually rented a limo and didn't tell his parents, and when doing that, he also tricks his sister into getting stuck outside of the house and making her late for school. This is the first of many times that it's clear that while Jeannie in the movie was just frustrated about unfair treatment, in the show, she's being actively terrorized by a monster. Uh, Ferris and Cameron uh, use this rented limo to go uh, hang out on the boardwalk, where Ferris uses the limo's Wi-Fi, I guess, to hack school computers and get Cameron out of gym. This is just uh, one of many things that will never be explained as to how uh, Ferris pulls it off. He just sort of does it, because he decides to. War games. <laughs> kind of, yeah. No. Okay, think about it. Yeah. Ferris, mm -hmm. Matthew Broderick was in War Games. That's yes. a computer thing. And mm -hmm. Ferris, he totally does do weird hacking thing. Yes. But in that, he has to do a dial-up thing where he does the phone into a modem. I know. This insane. is how good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also the 90s. Sure. And you can just send it through your brain. <laughs> Right, of course. That's just how things worked. Uh, that's what Keanu did. <laughs> so, while they're hanging out in the boardwalk, they, they start to take the limo back to school, but they're late to... Homeroom question mark? It's an outdoor assembly by Principal Rooney that seems to prove, like, where he seems to show that he fully hates Ferris Bueller already, despite the fact that, again, this is the first day of high school and he seemingly has not met Ferris Bueller before. <laughs> the timeline on this is very confusing. He, he's a junior. I said he was a freshman. No, he's a junior. Oh, okay. Ignore that then. I missed that. I thought it was the first his first day at the high school. Yes. Um, Jennifer Aniston, I think. Somebody says something about a senior and a, a junior. Oh, okay. I thought episode. he was a freshman. Okay. I know. It's easy to believe that he's a freshman. Yeah. Okay. Um, That makes more sense. But he's not. Okay. That's okay. why everyone's like, hey, Ferris. I know. This Ferris entire says... thing was confusing to me. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought he was a freshman. The no, he's thing. a junior. Okay. Thank you. I missed that. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, the what they're calling... What Ferris and Cameron call homeroom is an, an outdoor assembly of the entire school where Rooney's mostly giving a speech against Ferris, who isn't there yet, and then decides to expel a random kid because someone near that kid insulted him. And that is stopped by Ferris activating a remote control trap door in the stage. That is also never explained, much like the limo's Wi-Fi. He just sort of has a remote control that triggers a trapdoor. I have several hours to, <laughs> to, 
like, what? What is yeah. happening? What yes. just, what? What is happening? <laughs> yes. Fairson spends the rest of the day harassing the new girl Sloane, who again, he does not know yet, even though they were dating in the movie. He does not know her because she has just transferred to this school. He spends the entire day harassing her until she agrees to go to the beach with him in his sister's stolen car. He steals his sister, he's going to steal his sister's car to bring her to the beach in the middle of the school day. Rooney catches them leaving and decides this is his chance to finally expel Ferris. Uh, Jeannie sees it and reports her car is stolen, but also has to is is gonna have detention because she was late because she got locked out of that house. So Ferris and Sloane go to the beach. Ferris attempts to engage Sloane in various types of intellectual conversation, all of which flop miserably, and then they kiss because it's TV and it just sort of happens. Once they're back at school, uh, Rooney catches them in the parking lot and tricks Sloane into blaming Ferris for their leaving. Rooney attempts to expel Ferris, but he's stopped when, in a moment I'm about to explain to Diana, and I cannot wait for her reaction, Ferris calls his quote-unquote attorney, actual real-life actor Alan Rackins, playing himself, using his clout from playing a lawyer in L.A. Law. He is playing himself I love this. <laughs> this is my new favorite show. That is wild. What a wild choice. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have so much to say. Mm -hmm. I have that's, so much to say. Yeah. Because when that's why when the secretary says, refers to him as Mr. Brackman, and he's like, I'm not actually like Dennis Brackman. He, that's the character he plays in LA Law. Oh, he I is, didn't know who that yeah, was. I didn't either. And then I, I was like trying to figure it out. That's how I, I finally found it. Yeah. He's playing himself. Does Ferris Bueller have a lot of pop references? Let's watch. We need to watch the movie. I think we need to rewatch the movie. But I want to watch. I think that I kind of want to. Well, no, maybe we should watch it before we watch the rest of the show. I think so. Yeah. I think we got to watch it like this week. We got to okay. find a time to watch it this week. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we watched this. We watched this pilot episode twice, and I did not understand what was happening there, and I figured it out last night. Yeah, so that's what's going on there. So anyway, he pleads Ferris down from expulsion to detention, and then Ferris gets out of that detention by putting a dummy in a chair, wearing just wearing a hat and different clothes, and nobody notices that it's not Ferris. Until it's too late. Instead of going to detention, uh, Ferris meets with Sloane and walks her home and learns that because of a conversation they had about her following her dreams to become a klutzy ba ballerina, uh, she's going to transfer to a different school across town. When become a ballerina? Yeah. A performing arts school to become a klutzy mm -hmm. ballerina. Later, Jeannie gets out of detention and is pulled over for driving a car that was reported stolen. Of course, it's her car, but she doesn't have a registration because instead she has a hairdryer. <laughs> but she doesn't even believe that it's a real cop. It's obviously a prank because she's psychologically traumatized by his constant lies and speeds off and ends up in jail. Back at home, there's a fun little moment where Ferris commits at least his third felony of the day and hacks into the police database uh, to change Jeannie's bail from $250,000 to $250,000. Would you do I know. This? I Why? Know. And then he gives a weird speech that ends up with him picking at warts on his feet, insulting the audience <laughs> for the way they dress, and then walking out of the room. So charming. Paris.
The end. That's it. That's well, <laughs> we talked about it. <laughs> Thank you for carrying it through to the oh, new yeah. season. <laughs> Darn, I forgot. I know. I knew you would. Oh, nuts. Yep. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? There's so much. Who Who is the camera person? They're talking to somebody. So are they mm-hmm. like vlog style? Is this a vlog? I'm just going to uh, ask rapid fire questions. Uh, They're not to be answered. Okay. Do okay. not acknowledge me. <laughs> okay. Okay. They are. Okay. Do you think they have a mirror above their bed? That is what it feels <laughs> like to me. Also, their closet, they have a cutout of Matthew Broderick from uh-huh. the movie that mm-hmm. they pull out and they're like, wow, what a square. Two white bread. Two Tootsie goodbye. Okay, I think it's supposed to be two Tootsie goodbye, like Mm -hmm. goodbye, but I'm all, I like Tootsie goodbye personally. Yeah. It sounds like a good name. It's going to be my name, my burlesque name, so don't take it. (laughs) I mean, sorry, you said not to acknowledge, but I. No, you can acknowledge now. I just. I do not understand. I don't, yeah, I don't understand him, the, the Tootsie Goodbye thing that he says. I think he's saying he's, like, effeminate. I think... Maybe? I think that's, like... There were some weird things that he says in this. He definitely refers to Sloan as a wench at one point. No, I wrote that. Actually, I didn't know what... But, like, as a positive? I didn't... Is that what he says? I thought he, he said winch. No, I re- I I went back multiple times and, and I was like, I was did like, he just say winch? That's not okay. But like, he's definitely saying it like it's a like that's a good thing. How does he? Okay, he keeps like he hacked into the computer system to make all the classes the same so yeah. he could meet Sloan. Right. So he's doing like in the girls' volleyball team. <laughs> uh-huh. Doing a terrible job. Yeah. Except Sloane's worse, because she's extremely clumsy. Is she being clumsy in the scene? Yeah, because remember- I thought she was only once clumsy. No, because in that volleyball scene, he sets her up, and she spikes it directly into the net. Look, I play (laughs) volleyball, and that's just how it is. Um, No one has ever hit it over the net. I refuse to believe it. Um... (laughs) Sometimes under it, mm-hmm. never over. That's sport. I don't know. You have to be like the Hulk. <laughs> also, you mentioned the Matthew Broderick thing, Sorry, Sandy thing, yes. but did not really get into the fact that he pulls a full-on chainsaw, an actual chainsaw, oh, yeah, out no. oh, of oh, his oh, closet. Oh. Okay, this is why I wrote down, hi. I'm Ferris, and I'm a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh And then he was also talking about, like, when he was talking about Matthew Broderick, he was like, you know, this is television. This is real. (laughs) Like, not just a movie. Right. And then he was talking later about the two kinds of consciousness he's in. Un Un and sub. Unsub. <laughs> he's oh my God, he's the unsub? He's an unsub. He's, he's the unsub. He's if you unsub. don't watch Criminal Minds, it's a bad known subject. No one ever says it. It's said all the time in the show. Wheels up. I'm just saying yeah. it. That's, that's for funny. all my Criminal Minds friends out there listening. Yep. 
uh, it's funny. <laughs> that is not how I reacted to him saying, I have two types of consciousness, un and sub. Oh. That is not how I reacted. Sandwich. Yeah, that's how I thought of it. He thinks of himself as a little sandwich because he goes to sleep and he wraps himself up. And it's definitely what I meant. But he takes a chainsaw out of his closet and chainsaws the standee he has of Matthew Broderick. And the only thing anyone says is that Jeannie, his sister, complains that he's making a racket while she's curling her eyelashes. The racket is he has a chainsaw that he is using in his bedroom. (laughs) While talking to a theoretical imaginary us Um, somewhere an aside Mm -hmm. this just reminds me and i might have talked about this on fraser podcast or some other place Uh but like walking past my like grandma's room she had like the door closed Mm -hmm. this is years and years ago Uh um and there are all these like sawing noises Uh and just like chainsaw noises and just hammers going on and it was like loud Mm -hmm. and I would just stop there in the hall, like, right outside, and then, like, my mom, like, like, walks by, and, um, this sounds like a giant house for some reason, mm-hmm. and then we just are laughing hysterically, <laughs> because we couldn't figure out what was happening, and eventually we realized it was, like, this old house. <laughs> And uh-huh. not my grandma just, like, making a house in the room, just, like, going to town. But this is the thing, is, like, my grandma was the person that would maybe have been doing that. Uh-huh. I will say- Okay, sorry, I didn't want- No, go ahead. Go ahead. I will say I appreciate that, you, as- I still have a billion things to say about this Matthew Broderick standy thing moment, but I do appreciate that he takes out some safety goggles first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. sure, he's got an actual chainsaw. Because this is an actual chainsaw that right. this this actor actually used to on set to cut this thing in half. Right, right. You, you know because you were there supervising. Well, because you can tell by looking at it that he is just literally chainsawing. Well, that's what, how you deal with a standee. <laughs> that's just a protocol. You learn that at Blockbuster day one. <laughs> Like, you gotta break down that stuff fast. <laughs> I think they make you send it back all whole. Or they some might. weird thing. They might. Like, I don't know. I don't. I never worked at a Blockbuster, so I don't I know. know. I got the talent of Mr. Ripley poster. <laughs> Me too. Weird. Okay, I definitely but I mean, had... like, n- no, I mean, it was like four parts. It was the one on oh. the outside. It was humongous. Oh. <laughs> it was like oh. a whole wall in my oh. house. <laughs> really? Wow! Amazing. You didn't, you didn't know that? You, oh. Okay. We have known each other for nineteen years. Holy smokes! Yes, yeah, I had to take a moment. I should leave that entire pause in there because I really had to take a moment to like <laughs> make sure multiple times I was doing the math right. We first started talking 19 years ago, a week, uh, in one week, we will have known each other for 19 years. Mm-hmm. It's been. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, and I am 
just now learning that while I had just a poster from the Talented Mr. Ripley that I got from the local video store, you had a full four-piece, like, giant mm -hmm. thing from it. Amazing. Anyway, unrelated to Ferris Bueller TV show, which, again, we will be talking about well, I for did, days. I will... I did saw it in half. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't... It, it just came that way. No. But, okay... Okay. We need to talk about Okay, yes. This 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 the whole bizarre existential thing that's been set up by the fact that they are acknowledging the existence of the movie in this. I need to talk about this. I feel like Okay, no, I'm very excited to hear it, but this is how is this is just Zach Morris, right? I mean, this is very much Zach I, Morris I feeling yes. Um, I didn't watch, like, enough of that show. Oh, I watched so much of I it. I know, so that's why I said that. I was yeah. like, because he would always do those things where he talked to yeah. the audience, mm -hmm. but definitely not to this extent. No, well, he would, but it, he would also freeze time, is the one thing that Ferris yeah. isn't doing. Well, uh... But also, that only started in the second season. Okay. When he moved to California from, like, Ohio or something. Yeah, it's a whole thing. The first season's in, like, the Midwest somewhere. The first season of that show's in the yeah. Midwest? And then it's suddenly in California with no explanation, nothing about him moving. That's when his ability to freeze time starts. All these things start, which, like, there's all kinds of weird theories about what that implies about the show. But we're gonna... That's not this show. But yeah, that is... there's That wow. is wild. Anyway... This show is also wild because the, th the thing that's happening here is, so Ferris, Ferris Bueller on, in the TV show exists in a world where the Ferris Bueller movie exists, which means this is a kid who had a movie made about his life in which he is older and has been with Sloan. he has a long-standing relationship with Sloane, and in the theoretical real world that's being presented to us by this show, he has not yet met this girl, which means a movie, a, a really popular movie, exists about this kid in this world that Sloane has probably seen, in which there is someone that with a long-standing relationship where they're clearly in love. And she has not met him yet. She has not seen the movie. It <laughs> only exists in Ferris's world. <laughs> no, I, I think exists. Ferris lives in the his own world. His, <clears throat> he lives in his own personal hell, where he is constantly in battle with the principal. <laughs> I know. It's sort of like that spy versus spy. <laughs> I like, know. But in this world, Matthew Broderick exists, and, and there so is a movie. And so does that actor and L.A. Law or whatever, and you yeah, said. Yeah, so I'm saying, it's implied that he's living in our world. Our real world that exists where- Our the real world? <laughs> yes. Wow, like a world up there? What? Like a world up there where, like, I could have legs, maybe, and... What? Oh, sorry, I'm just thinking about The Little Mermaid. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, but like, imagine being Sloan and seeing the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And then you, it would be like, okay, this is a movie about like a spoiled rich kid. Yeah, but that- then you meet that kid and you realize like, oh, Wait, that's Our spoil rich kid. Here. No, that's here. This that's him. Am I Sloan? Who was following They're me? They're too busy doing ballet to have seen I, the movie. They do not she know sees Paris. It, I'm saying if she sees it? Okay, we're going to know in episode 2 she's seen it. She doesn't know. I'm so I'm saying take a moment and imagine being her and then seeing that movie. She doesn't I know, but that doesn't mean anything cuz lots of people are named Sloan. Not at this school. I'm saying, imagine being that girl. And okay. seeing this movie. Okay. You have this very unique name. Okay, good. I ended up with kind of a cutie. And then, and but then you see this movie, I would be like, is he stalking me? How, why is this? I had never met him. How did an entire movie get made in which we are dating already? Two words. Uh-huh. The orb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll, you can just attribute orb logic to everything. I'm with you. Let's, yep. The orb. The orb? It's the orb. It's, look, it's advancing humanity. Is it? <laughs> Is it? In its own way, it's attempting to advance humanity. Okay, I love the opening of the show. We mm-hmm. haven't even gotten no, yeah. to me talking about I, that. We're gonna Where talk for so many hours. They, like, he's hold. Ferris is like holding up everyone's names. Yes, yeah. like no. the theme, op- like the it's opening great, credits. Yeah, and it looks like they're wearing like Miami vest, like a Miami Vice suit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. A choice. Uh huh. A choice. Um. Yeah, I like that but, he's clearly just, like, on a treadmill in front of a green screen, and they're just sort of, like, making no attempts to make anything make any sense. He's just sort of, like, moving him around a background, and stuff happens. Oh, I kind of like that, and I yeah, think no, we should mimic it. <laughs> okay, the mom says, you have to give your son advice for the first day of school. Uh-huh. His advice was, never invade Russia in the winter. Mm-hmm. Does the dad have experience, or what does that mean? <laughs> because uh, as historically, two major um, disasters in which uh, armies have attempted to invade Russia in the winter. The, the Nazis and uh, Napoleon both attempted to invade Russia right. in the winter and both failed. What? So it's good advice to somebody. Don't attempt to invade, invade Russia in the winter. Okay. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Okay, I wrote that Ferris is, a, is the world's best hacker. Oh, yeah, by far. For um, sure. Yeah, I find it very weird how the principal, yeah, is having this, like, assembly or whatever outside, mm-hmm. and what it looks like is Rory Cochran is a biker <laughs> at the school, and... um Wait, Rory Cochran. Isn't that? Is, it no, looks like no, I know the name. I'm forgetting how I know, I know it. It's um, hold on. What's his face? Empire Records. Lucas. Oh, 
It does look like him. Yes. Yes. It does. But it looks like Lucas in like dazed and confused or some kind of thing. But like then with reflective sunglasses, so you can't really see that it's him. I don't don't think think it's him. him. I don't think it's him, but also it is. Okay. So there is like a biker's gang Uh going to the school. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, here is this nerd who Mm -hmm. is. This is not, come on, like, I'm a nerd. Like, this is not, who was going, why do we have a stereotype for so long? This is the the nerd stereotype. It's like the glasses with the tape and the bazinga and everything. (laughs) But I will say, this nerd stereotype character in any other thing would not have stood up to, he would have just been like, I didn't say it. Instead, he's like, Ferris says free speech matter. Like, is something he's like, Ferris is a fundamental right or something like that. And it's like, yeah, stereotypical nerd guy, stand up to that yeah, principle. It's like, it's a right to act up or something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's not what he no, says. It's something about like free speech. Or, or, um, but I also love that they use the word deviant behavior. <laughs> Uh-huh. A line I've only ever heard in Empire Records. Uh-huh. I I realized there was something about very militant about schooling in the 80s and 90s. Uh-huh. Just in the 80s and 90s, I think it still is. Well, probably. I'm not in school right <laughs> well, now, fair, thankfully. Fair. Yes, yeah. All right, I got recruited out to the real world. <laughs> I'm making this podcast about Ferris Bueller, Okay. <laughs> Listen up. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But yeah, I do like that. He says it's like, Ferris says it's the right, and that makes the principal angry. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly when Ferris shows up to blow up the stage. Yeah. I yeah, don't, he has a trapdoor built into the stage that he can control by a remote control that he just has in his jacket. It's, it's a wild. very Richie Rich kind oh. of situation to me. Lots of gadgets. Yeah, I found it. It's Ferris says free expression is our right. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. You're right, nerdy guy. But also, like, expelling, just like, he's kind of expel yeah. somebody. For, like, he didn't yeah. even do anything. Yeah, he was just nearby. Like, the guy who said it literally says, I said it. I know, but the principal else, yeah. is scared. Yeah. The only time the principal is ever okay in this entire episode is when he's looking at his pencils mm-hmm. and he goes, I want a number two pencils, not two pencils. <laughs> right. And I'm like, what kind of pencils did you get? Like, I know. I don't know where you, like, I mean. You I go guess to the art store. You go to the art store. I was going to say, I don't know how you buy not number two pencils, but like, you have to try. To buy, yeah, this is not like aren't number two 1930s where all those <laughs> pencils were all mixed together. <laughs> you just got what you got. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh no, this is a three. Mm-hmm. It's not going to show up on your test. It's not going to count. Uh, okay, I just have to say, there's a teacher in this who yeah. is definitely trying to be Ben Stein. <laughs> yeah but i feel like he's like i saw this guy and i was like i know this guy i feel like i know mm-hmm. him from like a gushers commercial mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. like one of those kind of like I think 
he really was in wild a- '90s commercials that are like fisheye lenses and like. <laughs> but he was he was the like square guy, and some teen was just like wow, and, <laughs> and he's like. Meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, you know what I mean, right? Like, I'm almost certain he was in something like that. Those extremely 90s commercials, like, gushers. The reason kind of. we are like this... <laughs> is because of commercials like that. Yeah, well, they taught me how to act. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, you can give... Okay, this is gonna get weird, because I don't know what these are called. Uh-huh. You know those things you can get for, like, 50 cents out of the quarter machines that are, like, a little rubber bowl but then you turn it inside out and you're like yeah Yeah. like you can't give children a terrifying (laughs) toy like that and expect them to not be all zany (laughs) you gotta be like keep everyone on your toes that's what that taught you Uh like and not to mention the slinky Uh it goes downstairs and it's just always like running away from you Mm -hmm. sure is you gotta be on your toes or you're gonna, Ferris is gonna <laughs> blow a hole in the stage or whatever. Yep. Oh my god. Um, okay, he's a giant. Oh, I was gonna talk about his giant cell phone that he has. Uh-huh. I also want to talk about like when he's trying to meet Sloan and he crashes his safety car. Yeah, into his driver's her. ed, like fake car that. They're just in while watching a video, I guess. He is definitely full on harassing her. He yeah, launches but, himself into her lap. But then it's fine, I guess. I mean, you know, it's not. You know what I just realized? He, they're in driver's ed. Mm-hmm. Which means none of them have driver's licenses. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. No, I think. Oh, maybe no, Ferris doesn't in, have a driver's license. They are in driver's ed. None of them have driver's licenses. And but and then he like steals literally the car. In that scene, he asks her out, and she says, "Do you have a car?" And he says, "Yes," and that's why they can go out. They are in driver's ed. When that conversation happens, she knows he doesn't have a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Literally any other time that she's been ignoring him, if she had asked that. I want to say, <laughs> knowing that someone doesn't have a driver's license has never stopped me from not getting in that car with that person. <laughs> have you gotten into a car with somebody who didn't, you knew didn't have a I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, literally any other of the times that she ignores him. Yeah. If she had then asked, do you have a car? Uh Uh-huh. I'd be like, okay, she doesn't know he doesn't have a license, but, like, they are literally in driver's ed when that conversation happens. Okay. Remember, he took all the same classes that she did. Right. She's the one in driver's ed because she's a sophomore, Right, but she doesn't know that. 
She doesn't know he hacked the school's computer. Um, I think she should know because he was in her gym class of all women. Just a a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Okay, so he's a stalker and she should not want to go to the beach with him. I know, but Because he's going to bury her at the beach. Okay, this... Women love this. This is what TV has taught men is attractive and this is what women think that they want. Attention. When, no one wants this. Mm-hmm. This is bad. Don't do this. When Don't keep harassing ag- people, please. When they're in the limo, he says, Boris, put a CD in and crank it. And then they play Rome by the B-52s. What does that mean? I just love that. Oh, just the other day, we were listening well, to that yeah. same exact song. We and were. I said... We should listen to the B-52s more, which That's I love. That's true. That's not why I'm bringing it up, but oh. I did think that was kind of amazing because it was literally the same day that we were taking mm-hmm. these notes. Uh, but I just love the idea of being like, put a CD in it, crank it, and the CD you choose is the B-52s. <laughs> like, today, me, right now, hell yes. Crank some B-52s, yes. But, imagine, like... You are... Wait, what year is the show? Like, 1990? And you're, like... Oh, yeah. The epitome... Does she have Pearl Jam on? You're, like, the idea... Like, Nirvana? you're supposed to be this idea of, like, the like the coolest teen. You're riding around in your limo. Wu-Tang? <laughs> I feel like a lot of that... A lot of what you just said is a few years too late. But I'm just saying, like... Saying, put a CD in and crank it. And the CD that Boris the limo driver chooses for the 16-year-old uh, uh, billionaire, I guess, <laughs> is... He's not paying for the limo. No, but, like, with the things that he does, the sure. influence that he has, apparently he can get better Billy Joel tickets than actual actor Alan Rackins. Look, some <laughs> people just get not. He can hack Ticketmaster. <laughs> That's probably it. That's probably it. I don't it. think Ticketmaster like, existed in 1990. <laughs> Whatever there was. Ticketbusters. Ticketbuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the ticket equivalent of Blockbuster. Yeah. Ticketbuster. Whatever it was. I don't know. <laughs> you had to like. You had to ticket go. Ticket Max. It's a bunch of X's. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. I just want to bring up when the sister friendly gets to school uh-huh. and like runs into the principal mm-hmm. and it, and he's like, "You're late." You know what that means, don't you? And she's like, "I don't get into heaven or yeah. like I go to hell or yeah, what does yeah, she she's say?" Like, yeah, she says like, "It's a sin." Yeah, I don't get into heaven. And just takes the detention slip and crumples it up and sticks it Okay, with- but that's like a pregnancy joke, right? No, I think it's just a joke about, like, how- mm, Is it not? Is it no. not, like, you're late? Like, oh, no, you're I, I think late? it was just literally, like, her not respecting his- Authority? Yeah, because later- <laughs> I- I know. I didn't want to say it because you didn't want to say it because of South Park. I didn't want to say it because of South Park. I know because later, when she runs out of the class because her car's being stolen, he sees her and he's you know he 
She's like, oh, leaving class without permission. Uh, you know what that means? She's just like, yeah, one more and it's a hat trick. I think she's just like, fine. I don't care about like this. Like she's, she is like at a 10 at all times because of the things that Ferris is doing to her. And like the detention is nothing. I thought you meant like a 10, like. A gymnast, like oh no no no, ten top level acting. No, it's just like <laughs> this is Jennifer Aniston at the top of their game. A ten all the I time, mean, bringing it right to the principal's I face. Mean, I think if anyone is giving a, t- a ten in this, it it is Jennifer Aniston. Like I absolutely do think that. But I'm saying what I mean is like Jeannie Bueller, the character, is at a 10 in terms of like just stress she's just redlining all the time because of like everything that happens to her is just so much because of this monster that she lives with and so oh detention i'm about to go to prison with a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bail as a gag like Detention does not matter. I don't understand <laughs> why he made the bail. Two hundred fifty thousand. Does he? He clearly hates his parents. I can tell you why. Ferris. Because it's just this is the level that this show is at. It's just what? like I don't. I don't think I'm at that level. I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not at this level petty. I know this, this is a show. very petty level, but I want to. Is this like watching Real Housewives or something? <laughs> I feel a little like, bit, a little bit. I feel like that's what they're doing. I've never watched a Real Housewives show, <laughs> I know, either, but I yeah. assume that they're like, oh, <laughs> that dog sweater. I can't believe them so last season. And I'm gonna hack their their pedigree. Ah. <laughs> uh. Wow. I don't understand how the parents are so oblivious, and like also the mom hates the dad. It seems like in a way, and <laughs> I don't understand parents like this. Yeah, I don't. Again, like I think this is like similar to the tone of the sh- the movie, but like no, I, I just agree. misses. Like I, there's so I, many I don't things think it misses. Just, I think it's just, just a little wild. Bit. <laughs> I think it's just bananas off yeah. the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the train. <laughs> it's off the train. It is bananas off the train. fell off the train mm-hmm. right into Donkey Kong's lap. <laughs> oh, here's a line that I did actually legitimately enjoy. Okay, that I mean, there's multiple lines that I legitimately okay. enjoyed, but here's one I thought was really good. So okay, so they go to the beach. They come back. They've been caught by Rooney. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, threatening Sloane because, like, you know, uh, if she gets suspended, it'll go on her record. She won't get into college. She'll, you know, she'll mm-hmm. end up homeless. She won't get a job. She'll oh, end up homeless. I feel like that was just really manipulative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, I mean, it's straight up lying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yes. And that's why Sloane is like, she's like, it's all a lie. Now, what she means is that what Ferris was saying is a lie, but Ferris thinks she's referring to what Rooney is saying, because most of the stuff about your permanent record, when people say stuff about your permanent record, that is a lie. 
And so she says, it's all a lie. And Ferris's response is, of course it's a lie. Lots of homeless people went to college. And I was like, wow, that went real. That got real, real. I know. I actually really like that because yeah. I was like, I don't like what the principal. Yeah. No one likes the principal. And I actually really love the secretary character. Yeah. And that I find it not, not because she's doing a good job or anything. <laughs> Um, but she seems really, like, amused with the antics at the school, and yeah. I enjoy that. Like, she's not on the side of the principal, exactly. No. She's not... She's just... She's just... There. She's just there. She's just Grace. She's just Grace. She's Grace Grace under Grace. fire. She's Grace under fire. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I agree. I, I like Grace in the movie. I like Grace in the show. Like, I think if there's... Well, I think a lot of the show doesn't quite hit the tone a lot of the characters don't quite hit the tone of the characters in the movie grace does i think i think they did a good job with grace yeah i just think like absolutely the grace that's in the movie would see uh uh alan racken and just be like you know uh it's nice to meet you mr mr brackman and mm-hmm. just know you know the character and just assume that he's actually the character, even when, because when he's like, you know, I'm not actually Douglas Brackman. She's like, of course, give my best to Roxanne. Roxanne is a character on LA law. Amazing. So like, even acknowledging that he is not actually Douglas Brackman. There's a lot of like going deep, breaking wall, wall, walls, being broken uh-huh uh-huh rules being broken <laughs> yeah i like I, and i love in that moment when uh, you know uh, rooney's talking about how he didn't stand a chance like how how like he just couldn't like stand up to she's like of course like you don't stand a chance against a man of his caliber and it's like he she's ta- still talking about the character of Douglas Brackman. Like, she's definitely still referring to the character. Oh, no. I thought it was because he was like, that guy pulled a gun on me. Yeah, but he meant, like, he got really tough with him. Yeah, but, but it isn't a caliber kind of gun. Isn't that a th- gun well, it word? is. It is, yeah. I, I thought that was like a pun. A gun pun. Maybe it was. You know what? Maybe you're right. And I did not pick that up. I assumed she was refer- just referring to the fact that, like, obviously he's he's a high-powered lawyer. He didn't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's not actually that. He's not that. But it didn't, it didn't, like, she doesn't get that, so it doesn't, like, um, anyway. But you could be right. Maybe that was the joke that was happening there. I don't know. No, I honestly I, didn't know. It could liter- legitimately be either, and I would, either one, I would just be like, yep. Yep. Solid. Agreed. Yeah. Um, anything else? You said you wanted to talk for 30 hours about, like, four <laughs> different things. We're still very on, early on in the hours. We sure are. We sure so, are. So, I want to touch base. Like, I feel like I've talked about everything I have to say about this episode. <laughs> I don't even, I can't even tell you what my predictions are, because I don't know. I don't know enough about Fer- Ferris Bueller. I mean, clearly he's got to end up with Sloan anyways. Yeah. yeah. That's the primary thing that I wanted to talk about for hours. And not really for hours, but, like, I just, I just, like, 
it is a it is wild a wild idea that this move the movie exists in this world. Uh huh. And Sloane has not never met this boy before. Time traveling. <laughs> I mean, I think that we're seeing a common theme in the shows we're watching, and that <laughs> is time travel. Uh-huh. Is real and the only thing that makes sense for most TV shows. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I think I think you're right. Most, How uh, can there even be seven more episodes of the show? I can't even handle that. That was like <laughs> one day of school. I know. And, okay. Where we couldn't decide if he was a junior or a freshman. He hacks into the police database. Doesn't he hack into the government later? Does he do that? No, I don't think so. Maybe I mean He hacks that into up. the school, he hacks into the police database, he steals a car. It's his sister's car. That is still Grand Theft Auto. I know, I was actually gonna say that this was Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it fully is Grand Theft Auto. He, he, like... He commits several felonies in this episode. Yeah, but LOL, right? Haha. <laughs> 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 We're all in it together. We all love Ferris. Ferris says it's okay. Help us. <laughs> like, the trapdoor thing is definitely, like, some pretty serious assault. I think, okay, let's take this another way. What if the principal's the only person that knows, like... And it's just like, Ferris is the bad guy. There are several reasons I feel uncomfortable saying same, that same. Rooney is maybe the only good guy Not here. a good guy. Not, not a, a good, good guy. guy. But that Rooney is right. <laughs> there are a lot of reasons I don't feel comfortable saying that. No. Rooney, nothing and Rooney says is right. No, but also legitimately Ferris should be kicked out of the school. Like, when he does the trapdoor thing... No, but it's funny, Dave. It's funny I know, when I know, Ferris does it. I know, but here's Hello, the thing. Dave. The trapdoor thing, he when it, when he falls into the trapdoor in the, in the stage, he's like, Bueller! He knows it's him. There's no which, proof. Which means, if... There's no. Seeing him, he can see him proof. holding the remote control that triggered the trap door. That is. I don't. All he has know to do is take circumstance. it. That's just like coincidence. All he has to do is take it out of his hand and push the button and see it's if it does It's already disabled by now. Come on. <laughs> I'm just like. He, he's so Sloane's gonna take a baked potato out of her purse and throw it at the principal, and then it'll be knocked out, and then they'll get away again <sighs> on their rollerblades or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't want Sloane to be with Ferris. Yeah, there's so many reasons I don't want that. I think Ferris and Matthew Broderick should get together, though. <laughs> I feel like I there was like, some tension there. Some <laughs> sexual tension. Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. The thing is, like, in the movie, I believe it. Oh, sure, yeah. That's already established. Right. But, like, it also, like, it feels just good. It's just, like, yeah, this feels like a good... Just also, like, Cameron is the person that had the car in the movie, but Cameron doesn't have the car here. Well, 
He's not supposed to be driving that car. Yes, I know. But so, now he's like, oh, you don't have the limo. Now I have to take the bus. Ho, right. ho. So, yeah, I think that's the thing is like, even though he couldn't take the nice car, he didn't have to take the bus. He's got money. He doesn't have to is take the bus. Is this how people felt about the bus? I don't know. I never lived in a place like this. I think it's how rich people feel. Weird. Yeah. Because they're all clearly rich. I don't know. I've been terrorized like every day of my life. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like, I get it. I get why you don't want to take the bus with people mm-hmm. making fun of you on the bu- bus. But if you're the person mm-hmm. making fun of everyone else, it's a perfect place for you i guess yeah because you're the dominant you're you're the you're the bully in the scenario maybe he's not a bully maybe he's just there my first time riding the school bus i got punched in the nose what why because a a a, a older brother of a friend of mine i tried to sit next to him and he was like no you can't sit next to me and i was like why and then he punched me in the nose um (laughs) yeah did he get expelled? No. From the... He didn't, like, open a trap door under the principal or something. He could have opened a trap door <laughs> under you under the bus, and then the bus could have ran, <laughs> ran you over or something. He could have... Oh, okay. Gotta talk about more things related to the school, rather than that weird random story that just came up. Uh, uh Random... Some girls come up and complain that it's macaroni and cheese in the cafeteria oh, every yeah. Friday. Who is he calling to get the meal change? <laughs> Just food services? I guess. I, I guess. That's I, not, I'm not how sure. that works. You can't just call Jamie Oliver or up on the <laughs> ringer, you know? But I just I just love that these girls are complaining about having macaroni and cheese every day. And he's like, what about linguine and pesto? And one girl's like, rad. What's pesto? Like, <laughs> like. Also, macaroni and cheese is delicious, is delicious if you're into it. I guess they weren't. But then, also, like, we all know that Friday's pizza day. The best day of the week. It's the best day of the week. Um, but... <laughs> oh, also in that same scene, when the guy's like, thanks for getting me out of Spanish, Ferris, and he's like, no problemo. He's like, huh? Yeah. I was like, again, solid line. There's some solid jokes in this. Yeah, I'm curious where the second episode's gonna take us, because everyone's been introduced. Yeah. Matthew, the parents, the sister, (laughs) the chainsaw, (laughs) the usual people. Again, he has a chainsaw in his closet. (laughs) Unsub. Known. I have profiled them as a young man. He profiled them as a young man. Yeah, I mean, that's a legit profile. I profiled them as a young man named Ferris Bueller. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, teen boy, you are thus profiled as possibly a killer. Like, just, you exist, you're a teen boy, you might be a killer. No, it's only if they listen to heavy metal and have one book that might say Satan on it. Okay? (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) Okay. I know it's because it's the pilot. And there's so much to say about the pilot. I feel like we've talked... This episode's got wings, you say. (laughs) I do. Now, Wings had so many seasons, we can't do Wings. That's part of the greater Frasier-verse. 
Because Frasier does appear in that in that show. Okay, does Monk exist in that universe? <laughs> no, Tony Shalhoub is in Wings is not Monk. Okay, it's very distinctly fine, not Monk. But fine. Frasier, at the know, character, does I appear know, in Wings. I know who hasn't had Frasier as a guest star. <laughs> we still haven't. Anyway, uh, I feel like. Th- this show is half the length of The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., and we have talked for just as long, and I don't mind. I could talk again, probably for several more hours, but I'm not gonna... Oh, I do have one more thing I wanted to mention. Well, okay, let's hear it. Okay, so... After he changes Jeannie's bail to $250,000... Mm-hmm. And the parents find out she's in jail and have to go to, like, get her. When they say they're going, he just shouts, like... Stop at the bank? Yeah, you better stop at the bank first. What, and just casually take out a quarter million dollars? Yeah, because there was a mix-up at the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they don't know that it's a quarter million dollars bail. Will they take a check? <laughs> when you get a bail bond, mm-hmm. is that like a piece of paper you bring up, like a Monopoly money? I don't really understand how those work. I honestly, I don't know. Enough I to- should look into it. Uh-huh. You okay. should look at. Wait. Uh- Why? Just out of curiosity. Okay. What happened? We commit some fashion crimes. <laughs> okay. And you know what Ferris say, show a little style, and don't forget to look behind things. (laughs) With style and grace. Mm -hmm. Or none of those things. (laughs) Three, two, one. (laughs) Kablooey. That's how I'm ending. All right. And then, uh, in that case, I guess that has been a pilot of Ferris Bueller. And next week, maybe dress a little better if you're going to hang with TGIF Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs>